Hello and welcome to the Courage to Be podcast, where we explore how to raise your game, lean into discomfort and have more impact and purpose. I am your host, Sinead Millard. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this week's bonus episode of the Courage to Be. I just recorded this episode with the wrong mic turned on. Um, so I'm re-recording and you know what, I'm going to let go of the notes a little bit and just go for it and talk about a topic that I'm incredibly passionate and, and very interested in and a topic that has helped me hugely. Um, and it's really putting a spotlight on the conversations that we have and the interactions that we have with other people. In particular, understanding why there might be certain conversations that we have that feel very effortless that um, are very enjoyable and perhaps we walk away from those conversations generally feeling good about ourselves energized and yeah it even go so far as saying we feel pretty confident and then there are other interactions or conversations that feel very awkward clumsy and maybe we walk away feeling very drained um lacking in confidence questioning ourselves thinking about what we said feeling very self-conscious um, and just noticing that that inner critic has gotten much louder. Now, why do you think this might be? Um, I know I've certainly had both feelings, both experiences um, within one day. I mean, we have many interactions across the day. So um, what, what, what drives us to have very meaningful interactions whereby we leave feeling very good versus a very disconnected awkward conversation whereby we walk away feeling feeling pretty bad about ourselves and for me it comes down to how we show up in that particular conversation and what I mean by that is I'll just give a very concrete example if you are having a conversation with someone who you believe is more than you and you are less than them so you are perhaps placing them on a pedestal you have assumed that they have more value to offer and you less then the likelihood of you being able to connect with that person is is very low because you are likely to be quite caught up and consumed by your own self-consciousness, right? So focusing on yourself rather than connecting with the other individual, listening to what they have to say, engaging with them on an equal level. In fact, we could probably go as far as saying subconsciously or even consciously, you could be looking to that person for validation. So you have told yourself that they have more to offer, they have more value to offer, then on some level you are looking for them to validate who it is you are. And as soon as you're looking for somebody to um, validate you, and actually there's a great um, author, Dr. Vivek Murthy, who talked to this. As soon as you are seeking validation, you have no hope of connection. Um, and it's interesting if we think about a conversation whereby we feel energized and good about ourselves and we're actually enjoying a bit, enjoying that particular conversation, we're likely to feel equal. We're not feeling less than or more than. Um, rather our focus is on connecting with that person on listening to what it is they have to say we're likely to be more honest right so if you think about the conversation whereby you feel that person is more than you or you feel inferior within that conversation you may not be as honest well actually in fact you you've you likely won't be very honest um because on some level you've told yourself that who you are is not enough then being honest about who you are is not going to feel very safe 
whereby when you enter into a conversation feeling very much yourself, you usually open up, you know, you're quite vulnerable, honest, candid, and that makes for a very enjoyable and candid conversation. And understanding this for me has been huge because um, I know when I have an experience whereby I walk away and I feel drained and, and I generally just, you know, I know that that's my opportunity to now think about why I feel this way after that conversation, right? So, so and usually it comes down to the fact that I have placed that person on a pedestal or I felt inferior within that conversation. And that has helped me because, of course, my, my goal is to have less experiences like this. But I no longer walk away thinking or feeling that I'm not likable, right? And um, if I think back to... My earlier years, so I'm just going to draw on a particular example when I was in New York and I had a particular yoga teacher that for some reason I just got very self-conscious around this person. So there was obviously part of me that kind of really aspired to who she was. Now, aspiration is okay. So aspiring to someone who has certain skills, competencies or attributes that you admire, we can talk to that, right? That that could be an opportunity for growth. But when we are more self-conscious or inferior as it relates to that other person, then that is not useful, right? Because that results in us feeling pretty bad about ourselves, failing to connect with the other person and being so caught up in ourselves, so me, 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 and being so self-conscious that we've actually failed to give the other individual a very connecting or enjoyable conversation. Right. And that's the interesting thing. When I think about um, being self-conscious, I've actually started to think about it in a way that makes me believe that actually when I'm self-conscious and this is my personal experience of it, it's actually quite selfish. It's actually caught up in my own ego, in my own importance. And I'm so consumed by me that I can't even connect with another individual and give them an enjoyable conversation. Um, and I know there's many more layers to this, but that's how it's kind of felt for me. And that's really helped me say, you know, this is not about you. This is about two individuals interacting and having a fulfilling and meaningful conversation. And we cannot do that if I believe that they are better than me. I cannot show up and be myself if on some level I've told myself that who it is I am is not enough. And this not enough statement, you know, this can seem a little bit woo woo and sometimes it's... um. It's it's used quite a lot, but quite honestly, I think that the premise of the courage to be is really about that connection that we have with ourselves and the relationship that we have with ourselves. And if we don't believe that we are enough or that we have value to offer, then the foundation that we're working from is very shaky because when we're going into the world and we are feeling inferior, whether that's multiple times a day or once or twice a day, then that in some way is holding us back. Right? Because like I know that very often I talk about action and doing and but 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 being comes first. And what I mean by that is when you're acting from a place of self-acceptance, the action is far more inspired and far more meaningful. Right? But when you're acting from a place of I'm not enough or I don't have much value to offer, then that's not 
a very inspired or meaningful action typically. So I think it's really important to assess the state of our connections. To ask yourself, am I having meaningful, fulfilling interactions with people? And of course, this is a work in progress for us all. It's not to say that every conversation or interaction you have is going to be meaningful, fulfilling for the rest of your life. And it's interesting because sometimes I assumed that unfulfilling conversations or interactions were as a result of um, a misalignment in values. So an assumption that we have different values. But actually, when I show up as me and I... I'm candid and honest and not wearing masks and not trying to be someone else or be more like the person that I'm speaking to. That's usually an enjoyable conversation and an opportunity and an invite for the other person to be the same, irrespective of the values that we hold. I'm going to leave it there. I think this is a bigger conversation in terms of why so many of us might struggle to understand the value that we have to offer. Um, What messages have we been hearing? What messages have we been consuming for many years that have perhaps led us to believe that in order to be a person of value, we must have X, Y, Z? Um, What makes it so difficult for us to accept who it is we are today? And I think it's really important. I did talk earlier about aspiring to certain individuals as it relates to acquiring certain attributes or honing particular skills. Of course, it's not to say that self-acceptance means that we don't continue to grow. Not at all. But I think that self-acceptance is the foundation from which we must grow. And until we can accept ourselves and understand the value that we have to offer today, then our future growth is limited. Um, As always, I would love to hear your thoughts. Um, My only invite to you would be to heighten your observation around the interactions that you're having, both good and bad interactions. And when I say good and bad, maybe they're the wrong terms, but um, take a moment when you have an interaction or a conversation that leaves you feeling very energized and good about yourself. Ask yourself why. How did you show up? How are you feeling throughout the conversation? How honest were you? Vulnerable were you? How much of yourself did you bring to that conversation? And then when you have a conversation or an interaction whereby you leave feeling drained and lacking confidence and maybe questioning yourself, ask yourself how you showed up in that conversation and what story were you telling yourself? How honest were you? How vulnerable were you? Um, And... Did you feel like you were molding yourself or trying to be more like the other person? Lots of things to consider. Love to hear your thoughts as always. And here is to a wonderful week. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If there's something that you've heard in this episode that has resonated with you, or perhaps you think it could benefit someone else, then please do share this link or start the conversation. If you haven't done so already, click on the subscribe button in your listening app. And as always, I really value your feedback. So please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. And for more information, full show notes, links and resources, you can pop over to my website, SineadMillard.com. See you next time back here on The Courage To Be.